This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Business Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kennard, your host, and we are all things Florida Chamber of Commerce, Future of Florida Forum. Uh, if you've been tuning in lately, you know that we're covering and working the event that's all taking place here at the Hyatt Grand Cypress in beautiful Orlando. It is a gathering of business, education, governmental leaders, and the conversation is all about where we want Florida to be in 2030. All kinds of great conversations, panel discussions about all the issues uh, that affect economic development and the growth of Florida. And um, entrepreneurship is obviously a major component in economic development, especially in Florida. Florida is now uh, one of the top states for new business starts. So we've got lots of entrepreneurs and we've got an incredible entrepreneurial ecosystem that exists in the state of Florida. And I am uh, thrilled and honored uh, to have with us a standout entrepreneur who has created some incredible technology through the years. We have got Jim Margraff, who is the CEO and founder of Kabeem. Uh, Jim, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you, Tom. Great to be here with you. Absolutely. Now, look, uh, let's just cut right to the punchline. You were the founder, creator, inventor of LeapFrog uh, and the LeapPad. Uh, before we went on the air, I talked about it I think my children may have just missed the leap pad, but of course, through the years, I saw that product. Uh, incredible. Thank you, Tom. <clears throat> well, I, I was, was co-founder with a man named Mike Wood, who founded the company looking at his son's need for reading. And, and I grew into that as well when I had started a company to address, of all things, geographic illiteracy. It turns out that people in the United States still don't know the world's geography very well. Right. So first product I created was, was I made technology to take a sphere and make it touch responsive with a stylus at high resolution, low cost. So you could touch the sphere and it would talk to you about the world. Right. And my children were two and four at the time. And I was looking at them, learn to read and said, if we could take that technology, flatten it out, put paper on it and allow them to take a stylus and touch words on a page or pictures on a page and have that paper book read to them, we could give kids a whole new way to learn to read. Wow. Incredible. And so, so, And that's the new product. So that was, no, that's what I did 20 no, what plus did. years ago. That was okay. a leap pad. That was and the leap so, pad. So we created this tool to help kids learn to read paper books that we created. We de developed right. our own paper books, put them in a little folder, a holder. That was a leap that's pad. Right. <clears throat> and we helped about 100 million kids in a period of about six years. And that period from 99 to 2005, by that period, we had we had leap pads in 77% of households in the U.S. Wow. with kids from four to seven years of age, and they were touching words and they were learning to read. Wow, what was the what was the cost of a leap pad? I'm just curious. Back in those days, absolutely, the cost when we launched it was forty nine dollars. Wow, and the books that we created, they came with little cartridges you could plug in were uh, for fifteen dollars each. Wow. And for anybody that has a leap pad or, or recalls. 
my son was uh, was one of the three frogs. His he was he was Tad. And if you were to turn a leap pad on to this day, you'd recognize the voice. It's it's you, me, and you, dear. <laughs> Welcome to the leap pad learning system. But now 20, 25 nice. years later. <clears throat> Give us a little bit of your uh, background. Were you a technology guy or an inventor? How did you? How did all this come about? I know you, you know the need to to, to your your partner, the need to teach some reading skills. But what gave you the uh, whole inventor entrepreneurial uh, mindset? Well, thank thanks, Tom. I've been an inventor and a curious student for my whole life. And early, early on, I remember when I was eight or so, my grandfather would set me down in front of his globe, this illuminated glass, beautiful sphere, and quiz me on places around the world. Right. And so I became fascinated with memory and learning and then went to MIT and was fortunate enough to do a bachelor's and master's, came out, joined a startup, grew from six people to a thousand. It was wide area networking. And then from there, started a whole series of companies. And one was the Globe Company, um, Explore, and then Leapfrog, then a company to do a smart pen, Livescribe. It could write on paper. It would allow you to write digital ink and record audio. So you could go back and touch ink and hear what you wrote on the page when you wrote your notes on paper. Right. And then did a uh, company with wearable eye interaction. So you could look at an image and control what you see in AR or VR with your eyes. And, and then finally, now here, company number seven, I've come full circle to now bringing little bits of everything I did among six companies to a new generation of teaching kids to teach kids to read with a small device that can be held in their hands. They can take this wand, we call it, four inches. It's got a light beam that comes out of the wand, a little green spot. And they can point that beam at an existing paper book. And the wand will read the book to them page by page, word by word, pictures, interaction. So if anyone's familiar with a leap pad where you could touch words with a stylus, but they had to have this special uh, right. carrier, this, you can take a book off your bookshelf Go to our app, and if we have the book on our mobile app, tick, click on it, loads into this little wand, and now with an existing paper book you might already own, you can point at the cover, point at the words, and it reads and plays with you and teaches you how to read. All right, we're gonna we're we're gonna demo this on a podcast, but um, but as you're getting set up, I wanna I wanna ask a textbook entrepreneurial question. Um, you know, we teach our entrepreneurship students that you don't have to have the next greatest idea in the world. Um, you just have to, to solve, uh, you have to have simple solutions to everyday problems. Is that, was that a philosophy that you kind of used in developing all these uh, devices and, and tools? You hit a nerve for me on that one, Tom. Um, I, I will be speaking tomorrow here at the, at the Future of Florida Forum <clears throat> about innovation. And innovation starts with, if, with the, the problem statement. And this was discussed this morning because the challenge you have is if, if, if Einstein, when he spoke about an answer to a question, which is, if you had an hour to solve a problem, how would you take it? How would you use your time? And he said, I'd spend 55 minutes, quoted supposedly, right. 55 minutes defining the problem and five minutes solving it. And the biggest challenge we have today in solving problems are people jump to ideas for solutions without clearly defining the problem. Right. Once you can articulate the problem, the answer often presents itself, but the challenge is right. everybody's throwing out solutions. Well, and you know, you're so right because the students, students, you know, kind of want to jump to the, like you say, the idea, I want to be an entrepreneur, but they, they don't really understand that it's really all about solving that problem. So I, I wanted to hear your take on that. So That's it. now, uh, kind of take us through the process here. Tell us what you're doing, and and uh, and, and then we're going to hear some things. Okay, so I, I'll describe. So I've got a. I'm holding a blue, four inch, roughly high, small, about an inch wide, 
wand that'll fit, designed to fit in the hands of a child from oh, two years up. And we target three years to, to eight years of age. It's lightweight, about two ounces, has a speaker grid on it, has a couple buttons on it that you can see on the front of it, and has these black balls, orbs at the top of it. When I turn it on, those orbs light up bright colors, brilliant colors, and those colors change as you use this. Okay, now that's, that's the device. So next, it has, I can, it has a USB connector, it has a head, headphone jack, so I'm gonna plug a speaker in right now for our, our podcast. Here we go, and you're gonna hear something, because what happens next is there's a light beam coming out of this wand at five inches. When I hold it there, you can see the beam on a piece of paper, and I'm holding it and pointing to a book called Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, let's read. Press the big red button. Okay, so I just pointed at the cover of a book with a beam about uh, like a three-eighths of an inch or less. It's the, the, the sensor saw the book, the beam was there, the child held it about five inches away and gets this smiley face that lights up, and it announced the title and tells me what to do next. Wow. So I'm going to do it. It said push... Point your light at the book cover. Oh, I did that already. I'm going to point... I'm going to push the beam, push the button. Open your book. Point your smiley beam at the pages you want to read. Okay. I've opened this book, Dinosaurs. Kids love dinosaurs. Three, four, five, six. I'm going to point my beam at this page, which is... There it is. Tyrannosaurus Rex. They were huge. Some were as long as a bus. It just read the text on the page that said Tyrannosaurus Rex. They were huge, some as long as a bus. If I wave my wand over, this, over the body of the T-Rex, I'm getting to its tail right now. If I push the button, you heard those sounds? Listen to what it says. Tail. I play the drums with my tail. That's a T-Rex. Instead, I'm gonna this time go over to his head and let's see what he has to say here. Jaws. My teeth are as long as bananas. And maybe if I come down and point at his legs, because a child wants to point at things and see what they can find. How fast can I run? As fast as a race car. And again, all you are doing is pointing this, this, it looks like a laser pin that you use to, to do a lecture in the class. You're simply pointing it at a page in the book. That's right. I'm just literally, I'm, I'm pointing towards that page and it's an existing ordinary paper book. I'm pointing at these picture elements, and that light you described is eye safe. Very important. You can point it right at your eyes or anybody else, just like a little LED. And um, when I'm done and I want to, I can move on to, let's go to another Turn page. page. It tells me to go there. I'm going to point, point your it. smiley beam at the pages you want to read. So this page, it says Spinosaurus at the top of it. There it is. Spinosaurus! They lived on land and in water. And it'll guide me on what to do. Listen. Point your beam at the fish. So there's a picture of a big blue Spinosaurus with a fish in his mouth. There he is. And um, I'm going to point at that. I caught a fish! And that's what he says. Let's play a game. Point your beam at the Spinosaurus's belly. So this sound's coming out of the wand. I'm just moving the wand around. Delicious. <laughs> Use your wand to show how you rub your tummy. But watch out for the tickle So monster. I'm going to reach over and rub Tom's tummy. <laughs> well done. Let's play again soon. There we go. So, again, small, uh, non-complex, that's for sure. It's just a, it's, it's smaller than like a Game Boy handle. Yep. 
and basically uh, is a tool that makes learning to read fun. That's it. What we're doing is when you, you, you know, the problem we have with literacy in this country is enormous. And the comments this morning about the state of Florida. So we are partnering with the University of Florida, with the College of Education's Lastinger Center. And we are part of an initiative called New World's Reading Initiative that's already been underway in Florida that gives away free books to children now from fourth, four years of age to fifth grade up to nine books per year. If, if any family in the state can sign up for this program for free, for free, if your child, you just log in, go to New World's Reading Initiative, you can log in and enter your child's name. And if your child is at all below grade in their reading level, based upon the tests that are given three times a year, right. you can click and you'll start getting a book a month for free nine times a year. And wow. if your child is in first or second grade, the first 10,000 families that sign up, and this will be available in the next few weeks, the first 10,000 families will get a free Kabeem wand that will work with all nine books they'll get through the first or second grade year. And, uh, and they'll be able to play and learn and read on their own. And eventually this will be multiple languages. So for families where the parent may or may not be comfortable reading to the child, may not have time, um, may just, you know, lots of reasons, the child can now read on their own and follow along with their eyes be challenged on words, on rhyming words, on sounds, on aspects of literacy that are critical skills that one needs to develop. Wow. I, you know, and again, let's go back to that basic entrepreneurial question, solving the problem. But, you know, it would have been easy for you after the success of LeapFrog to say, I've done my part. Uh, you know, what, what, what drives an individual like you to say, let's go again in this space. Did the technology improve? You said, I can take what I learned in LeapFrog and do something different. Um, you know, um, even easier for the child to, to utilize and learn. Is that kind of the driver in all this? You know, I, I started just before COVID and um, we developed this wand that you've seen in your hand. And I've, again, it's hard to describe, but you know, four inches high, these yeah. bright, bright orbs and buttons. And it's, it's just really simple. It's friendly. looks like a little remote controller, but with color on it. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a little remote controller, not half the size of a TV remote control. That's right. Even smaller and fits yeah. easily in a, an adult hand or a child hand with a speaker in it as well. <clears throat> so we designed this originally to support video chat so that a child could use this when remote connecting in video chat with their remote grandparent and they'd wave the wand around and it could turn into something else on the screen in a video chat. And uh, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, I knew I wanted to get back to reading for literacy and the stats are just awful. 50% of kids in the state of Florida still below grade in their reading and nationally it's one, between one third and two thirds. So um, had this idea and said, what if we could make this now with new technology, work with any existing paper book and then bring ultimately thousands of books to life for kids and give kids uh, and starting with kids that are underserved or in need. So, to back, so back in the first iteration in LeapFrog, you really had to have um, the proprietary book. You, you had to use a book that you created. This literally works on any book off the shelf. Ultimately, we have to create content for those books, okay. which we're doing in Florida. But ultimately, we'll have thousands of books. And the starting point, yes, though, once we have that, you find the book you want on our mobile device, you'll click on it. It'll be loaded in the wand. The wand holds a couple hundred books. And um, then your child can play with it. And wow. um, But it, it, what's true and what publishers love as well, this is a book that might already be on your bookshelf. Right. 
and you'll pull it off and just point at the pages and it'll come to life. Unlike LeapFrog with the LeapPad. Yep. Yeah, and again, what do you see as the, the price point of something like this? Still very, I'm sure, you know, again, understanding entrepreneurship, maybe early on, it, you know, it'll be different than after you've produced, uh, you know, a million, uh, you know, models. But, uh, but so, again, still very affordable. Uh, and again, you're going to give a bunch of them away for free, correct? That's right. We, with, with our partnership with Lassinger Center in the state of Florida, um, I mean, ultimately, when we when we're bringing this to to Florida first, ahead of launching this in in the consumer market, um, ultimately it'll be it'll be initially in the hundred dollar range, okay. um, and then one day I want to see this at Walmart at, at you know half that price. Right. So, and why why Florida? Why why the launch here? Fascinating. The the um, Lastinger Center and the director and his team, director Phil Pokert. Dr. Phil Pokert and uh, his team at LC are incredible folks and their focus on early childhood education and their commitment to assuring that kids are, are ready for kindergarten and that they reach the critical third grade reading level is what they're focused on. And when we met and said, gee, we could help engage kids more with the books they're already getting in this program and we can collect data. This whole conference, every session right. talks about data, data, and we have a means to be able to collect anonymized data for kids on their usage, pages turned, books read, activities played, skills, so we can bring that data back and show efficacy of the program. We can right. show why it works, how it works, how we can improve these kids, the rate at which can improve them, and um, this can change the face of, of so many, hopefully, we did 100 million kids 25 years ago with LeapFrog. Right. I want to see twice that or more right. um, that develop reading skills. And so Future of Florida Forum, why are you here? You're giving a presentation tomorrow, but uh, kind of what's the uh, what's the plan with the presentation presentation tomorrow? Thanks. Uh, a, a kind of a teaser alert. Um, I'm, I'll be speaking about innovation. And uh, I've had the good fortune, as you know, to start now. This is my seventh company. And along the way, I've developed some tools to help people learn how to innovate. And I'll be speaking tomorrow about some steps. Basically, here's the, here's the, the imagine right now I could reach over and I could give you a shot in your right arm. Psst, there it is. And for the next 10 minutes, you are brilliantly creative and you'll remember things better than any other time you ever have. What if I could do that? But now what if I could do that without a shot? And I could do that just by speaking to you and giving you a mental tool and you can apply that when you choose and it works. And it works because instead of this, some chemicals, I'm gonna give you a tool that will release chemicals in your brain that will make you more creative and increase your memory for roughly 10 minutes when you do one particular thing. And that's what I'll speak about tomorrow. I've gotta to be in that presentation. It's, it's can fun. Can I bring my class tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Would love it. This is the first time, by the way, I've, I've given this presentation. I've developed this tool. I have um, just crossed 60 patents that I have personally. So I've been writing IP for many years and uh, lead teams on creativity and, uh, and these products that we can create. And there are, there are steps you can take to put yourself in a state of mind to get breakthrough solutions to problems that are highly innovative. And I'd like to share that tomorrow. Uh, how does one uh, connect to you? Are you on LinkedIn? And how does one find out a little bit more about Jim uh, Margraff? Thank you. Thank you. Yep, I'm LinkedIn. It's just LinkedIn Jim Margraff, uh, M-A-R-G-G-R-A-F-F. And um, I'm out there, and if you Google, you'll see some things that I've done. All as right, well. nice. Listen, uh, thank you, sir, for the demonstration. It, it's a first on Small Biz Florida. Uh, the launch of the new um, Kabeem, is that that's the name it's, of the product? It's the Kabeem Wand Reading System. Kabeem 
wand reading system. I like it. Um, you heard it here first on Small Biz Florida. Again, uh, the future of Florida Forum. You just don't know what you're going to see here. I love it. Uh, Jim, thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for all you've done um, to help children learn to read. Thank you, Tom. Pleasure being here. Yep. And uh, thank you for supporting the uh, Future of Florida Forum. Um, I am Tom Kindred, and I am speechless uh, at this point uh, after seeing this demonstration. Uh, but um, uh, listen, um, stay tuned. A whole lot more to come here from the Future of Florida uh, forum and uh, to stay in the loop with our future episodes and get the latest updates on Florida's economic evolution. Follow us on social media at Small Biz Florida. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast for more thought provoking interviews and insights. Your support fuels our mission to explore the future of business in Florida. Stay connected and keep the entrepreneurial spirit alive. I am Tom Kindred. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.